If you're looking for a podcast adventure, check out Dumb Dumbs and Dragons, a podcast where improvisers and comedians who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons has been featured on the official Dungeons and Dragons podcast, ranked number two of all fiction podcasts in America, and has been downloaded more than four million times. Dumb Dumbs and Dragons can be discovered anywhere hilarious podcasts can be found. It's like Lord of the Rings, if everyone was an idiot. Dice Rolls Dragons Trolls Adventurous Oh, uh, I just rolled to see how well this episode would go And I got Two nat 20s, because I have two d20s. But it only took you... I didn't count. (laughs) A lot of times. A lot of times. (laughs) So, how lucky is it really? My turn. (laughs) I got a 12. I got 12s multiple times. Nice. So. (laughs) Uh, Welcome to... You gotta do it with me. Okay. Adventurous. A actual play, Dungeons and Dragons, D&D. Oh, wait, those are the same thing. Yep. An actual play, uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast, as the dad says, the whole family. Yep, um, apparently speak in a weird southern <laughs> accent all the time. Um, yep. uh, a, back. Or a dad and daughter Dungeons and Dragons podcast. There you go. There we go. We're back. We're back. For another week. We're going to keep coming back. You can't stop us now. <laughs> you did it to yourselves <laughs> by listening to the podcast. Yep. Uh, anywho, uh, we are going to continue on this adventure with a different version of Kia. Cat Kia, as opposed to Tabaxi Cat Kia, which is similar. But this is just normal Cat Kia. We're back in the show. And... I'm just making cat noises. All right. And we are in a situation where we kind of left the last one on a bit of a cliffhanger because you were halfway through a broken down Ikea warehouse, scrapers all around you, wild magic storm all around you outside, and you're trying to escape. With my favorite piece of yarn. With your favorite piece of yarn in tow. You started out having a beautiful day in your beautiful warehouse. In my beautiful bedroom. Mm Mm-hmm. That just happened to be my sleeping spot was perfectly situated in the window. That's true. And you went downstairs. You got a little goldfish snack. Not the crunchy ones, but an actual fish. Yeah. (laughs) You ate it. You took a nap. But you woke up to chaos. Chaos. The wild magic storms and scrapers. You had to escape your way out of the bedroom showroom. You stealthed your way past two of them. You pounced attacked another one off of a ledge, and it fell to the ground. You darted your way into a bathroom showroom where you had to face off against a slightly larger toilet paper titan, as we call it. <laughs> yeah, the TPT. And P. <laughs> you know that you got to get downstairs to that exit room to get out of here as all this craziness is happening. You stand now before the doors 
of the cafeteria. You know that getting into the cafeteria is your way to the escalator and to the showroom outside. Okay, I think she'd go through the doors. Uh, wait, actually, cats are silly. Okay. And like to play with toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> would yes, it be I did okay? Describe that he had toilet paper feet. Ah, uh, so would it be okay if I teared off um, two squares and put them in my mouth with my string? <laughs> and she's uh, taking her favorite toys with her. All right. You now have a string and two squares of toilet paper in your claw or in your in your teeth. And this is my uh, primitive version of an inventory. There you go. And you start making your way into the cafetorium. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so fancy. You push the door open and immediately you see something interesting. You've been in this cafeteria hundreds of times. Mm-hmm. And you push the door open and with a squelch, a moldy, gross meatball oh, come pushes on. out of the way with you and leaves behind a gross gravy goop, moldy goop. I like the word goop. <laughs> uh, trail behind it. And you look out into the cafeteria and there are dozens of meatballs <laughs> peppering the walls, peppering the floor, the ceiling, the tables. <laughs> Everything in this area. There is gooey, gross, moldy meatballs everywhere. Uh, This is your fault, by the way, because uh, last week you said maybe there will be a meatball monster. So I have created a meatball encounter for you. Oh, no. Wait, but the meatballs aren't moving? No, the meatballs are meatballs that are gross and old and rotten. Okay. I think she thinks thinks in cat, catish, I suppose. Mm -hmm. That's what we're calling it. Um... Uh, to herself that, like, you, you. <laughs> <laughs> just you. Yeah. Okay. Which ca- probably she would speak it out, just say, mew. Mew. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Now I know cat language. Um, <laughs> the way this room is laid out is you are, as you come through this door, you're kind of next to where this kitchen cafeteria area would be. And in front of you is the is all the tables. So you can't see where the meatballs are coming from. The fridge. <laughs> but suddenly you hear a thump and you see from this blocked off area next to you, a meatball fly out across the room and hit a window on the far side of the room with force. force. With a thwack, it hits the window. It might even crack the window a little bit. A meatball? A meatball. Crack. La- Is it frozen? Launched with force. Some of them do appear to be frozen. Oh, Frozen meatballs, mm-hmm. my worst enemy. Um, okay. And you know that the escalator is on the far side of these tables. I think she'd take the um, the catway. Being the catway is that uh, she'd hop up onto one of the tables. Are these arranged in rows? Yeah. Yeah, like booth rows, yeah. Okay. I think she'd take the catway and jump up onto one of the benches of these and jump to the next one. And this would also kind of be uh, harder to hit her, I think, mm. in her mind because of uh, gaps in the benches versus okay. the floor. Yeah, you're going to have to make floor. jumps across open areas yes. to get between the benches. The first jump that you make, you jump up and you hear this, and you look over to where the 
countertop is for the cafeteria. And there is a stationary scraper sitting on the counter. Is it? It is not the freezer necessarily. But what you see is this creature partially made out of a cash register, partially made out of napkin dispensers and cup dispensers, and uh, partially made out of plastic cutlery. Cutlery? Yep. And then at the very top, it has a tube running to it from a freezer that there are two freezers. One seemed to be working and one seemed to be not. And the tube goes up to the top of the scraper, funnels into this crazy pipe that it's got that look basically like a mouth. And then it focuses towards where you were. And right as you dodge behind the first bench, you hear this loud thwack as a meatball hits the bench. A frozen meatball hits the bench and cracks it a little bit. These are frozen. These things, these meatballs have been frozen for 300 years. They're really (laughs) frozen. That's right. Probably this shouldn't work at all, but it's way funnier. Yeah. (laughs) So you are going to try to make your way through what I like to refer to as kitchen chaos. Or the meatball gauntlet. Cafeteria. Ooh, meatball gauntlet. (laughs) The meatball gauntlet. I like that. Because we already have coaster chaos. Oh, that's true. That's true. I like the word chaos way too much. Yeah. Meatballs, either icily or moldily, will be flying at you as you make your way. (laughs) I don't think icily and moldily are name. Or, I mean, are words. You don't know that. Uh, No, you're right. They're not. Look it up in a dictionary, (laughs) listeners. But you start making your way bench to bench to bench dodging your way through as this stationary scraper starts launching an assault your direction. We're going to roll initiative. 20. Nice. You are going to make the first dodge. This initiative is going to be a little bit weird because this thing can't do anything other than shoot. But basically, on its turn, it's going to try to hit you. But in the meantime, you can make your movements. It's going to take you three rounds to get to the escalator. Even if I dash? Even if you dash. I'm assuming you're dashing because yeah. you can't fight back. I think she'd uh, she'd stay on the benches. Okay, staying on the benches, you start making your dashes. You go ahead and go first. You dash from one bench to the next bench to the next bench. You hear the thwack, thwack, thwack of meatballs behind you as you start dodging through. Unfortunately, at the end of your turn, this- Wait. My dash is 80 feet. Oh, it's 80 feet? Dang. We'll say that at the end of this turn, you have to make that one last leap across a larger gap. And you know it's tracking you. It knows exactly where you are. So we are going to roll against each other for this moment. We're going to do a roll off. You get to add your dexterity. Okay. I get to add my. Okay. And we shall see what happens. 16. I got a 12. Wow. So you make the big leap. You feel the meatball go right underneath your feet as you dodge to the next bench. It's this thing's turn. It doesn't have specific movement or anything like that, but what it can do is on its turn, it is going to try a barrage of meatballs. <laughs> Aims its tube up at the sky, takes all the moldy ones. Ew. Boom, 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 boom. And they slowly make their way over. They are not the pelty, dangerous ones. And they're going to come down, and they're going to try to land on your bench, which would make it difficult terrain for you. Ah. So can you make 
a dexterity saving throw. And you get advantage Wait. on your... I'm assuming five doesn't count. Wow, you got five. I got a nat one on one and a three on the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, suddenly you are pelted with gooey, goopy meatballs. Mew. <laughs> and it's gross, but they don't hurt. They just cause it to be sticky and gross. So on your next movement, uh, you're only going to be able to move half as far. Mm-hmm. So I'm only going to be able to move my normal speed. Yep, so you go ahead and start your turn. Okay. My turn. Which increase this to four rounds. Okay. By doing that. Because I can only do yep. the four feet. Yep, yep. Okay. Or 40 feet. Yep. Okay. She's going to keep jumping. You peel probably, your way out of the gross, goopy meatballs? She'd probably, like, not bother licking it off because that would take too long and it's gross. And yeah. so she'd she'd probably just, like, mew. Yeah. Mew. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, pounce your way away. Yes, I still have toilet paper and string in there. Yes, you do. You do. I will not take those from you. They seem very important. And uh, you make your dash move. At the end of your turn, we're doing a roll-off again. And my dexterity? Yep. I did so bad. Guess what I got? What? Nat 20, which is a 22. Ooh, I have to honor that. Oh, boy. We'll go back to three rounds. Okay. Nice. Expertly dodge. one rod. Uh, one round? That was after he goes. Okay. It was round two. So uh, you get to move your your full distance with that nat 20. You've okay. leapt so strong, so powerful. You cleared a bench, and the three or four meatballs went boom, boom, boom behind you. Easily dodged them with that nat 20. Beautiful. He is going to see where you landed, and he's going to launch another barrage at you. Can you make a dexterity saving throw? Ha! 21. 21. This time, you were prepared. You look up, you see the meatballs coming, and you expertly dodge, 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 and miss all of them, so none of them land on you on your bench. Now we're on round three. Go ahead. Can I dash dash. now? Yep. Okay. Well, yeah, you got that nat nat 20, so I basically negated the fact that I said four rounds. Okay, so now... I can dash 80 feet. Mm-hmm. So you dash 80 feet. You dodge. You dodge. You're jumping over benches. You clear a table at one point. You're moving like lightning. And you hear this thing. It goes to launch another barrage at you, but it's out of goopy meatballs. It only has the frozen ones left. And so it starts aiming, and it just starts firing rapid fire. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's a meatball machine gun. It's a meatball machine gun. And we need to roll opposed again one last time. 21 again. Ah, oh, come on. I even rolled good. I got a 17. It was almost net one. Ah, oh, nice. All right. You know this cafeteria. You know what's going on in terms of dodging through this stuff. Even though it peppers this bench with machine gun level fire. Yeah, you easily dodge out of your way and you make your way down to the top of the escalator. Uh, You probably hear the continuing fire of this creature behind you, but you know you're in a safe spot. It can't reach you anymore. You make your way down the escalator, and normally there's a little side swing door and this glass door in front of you, right? Yeah. You You were hoping to escape here. Yeah. You look out, and you see colorful rain falling. You see colorful lightning strikes happening. What color is the lightning? <laughs> Multicolored. Oh. And you see lots of creatures out there. 
not all scrapers. Some of the little scarabs. Little cat, Kia cat doesn't recognize no. what these are. But lots of creatures out there, lots of bad guys out front. And so that way is unsafe to go. You're going to need to go towards the warehouse where the creek is. I hate swimming. <laughs> well, kid is as a cat, but uh, I think she'd see this kind of eyes go wide um, and probably immediately like turn around, go to the warehouse. Okay. You make your way over to the warehouse. Big, big, big bay doors to get, you know, forklifts through and yeah. whatnot. And you start making your way through the racks. You start having this clarity of calm. It feels quiet in here. It feels like maybe maybe nothing's in here. I take a look at the tree. And you look up at the tree and you probably see a frightened squirrel in it. I chitter at it. <laughs> you chitter at it instinctively. And while you're looking up at the squirrel and you're looking up at the tree and everything, you also hear something above the rack. It's right above you. And with a screeching gear grinding squeal it's just squirrel. one more tiny scraper leaps down at you and I need you to roll is it squirrel shape. shaped it's sure it's squirrel shaped it yes. has mirrored the squirrel it is made of bolts and nuts this is the warehouse part this is all the parts and pieces yeah probably uh one of those like a tape measure that one of the workers has <laughs> maybe the wheels of a crazy wheelie desk but it's using them as hands, and it leaps down and tries to pummel you. Can you go ahead and roll your initiative? I'm rolling surprisingly well for things that uh, don't usually need to be surprisingly well. Yes. 22. 22. <laughs> initiative. You definitely go first. Can I leap up to meet it? To the scraper? Yeah. yeah. To meet it in the So air. you notice it jumping down <laughs> towards you? You leap up to meet it. Go ahead. Pouncing? I see. Does it count up? Yeah, yeah, sure. I see what you want to do. Ten feet it's your turn, line. so yeah. We'll say you dash up, and then you go for the pounce attack. Okay. Come on. 22. Dang, Dang you're rolling good. Yep. Two damage. Two damage. Okay. Two the tiny but it has to make a strength saving throw yes. stone. Okay, yeah. All these ones are nice and tiny for you. Natural one. You wow. collide into this thing. You What's its plus? flip around midair. You do like a half barrel roll so that it's beneath you. Barrel roll. Haha. <laughs> and you fall back down the 15 feet or so because you dashed 10 up, grabbed it out of midair, slam it down to the ground. I don't take damage uh, falling from anything less than 20 feet. So. You don't. Haha. Ah. Ha. So you fall, uh, land, and force this thing into the ground. Go ahead and do your bite damage. It epically failed the strength saving throw. 14. To hit? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You only did one damage already, though? Three. Three damage, so five? Yeah. Okay. You do a ton of damage to this thing. It, Its little wheels um, hit the ground. It clatters. It looks pretty beat up. A bunch of bolts fly off of it. But it's its turn now. I'm on top of it. <laughs> You're on top of it. It is going to just reach up, spin its little wheel on the ground, and then whack you in the forehead. Ow. Ha! Ha! 
What? I got a 20. Oh, yeah, that hits. Wait, what's your plus just for sake of math? My plus is plus three. <gasps> 23. I got a 17. No, no, I or, got a 17. Oh, I, got oh. A, I didn't get a nat 20. A 20. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But that definitely hits. They also do a hilariously small amount of damage. Uh, you do take two damage. Two damage. So now I'm at six. Six lives left? Six health. Oh, boy. Getting dangerous. <laughs> I mean, he only had nine in the first place. So I feel like I've done pretty good. I think he's going to use his movement to w- wiggle out his way, because he's just not prone. He's not grappled or anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he wiggles his way out from underneath you and pops back up onto its feet. It is now your turn. I'm going to slash at him again. Okay. Go ahead. Nineteen. Jeez, Louise, and nineteen. <laughs> you Finally. literally don't need to roll the d4. Really? He needed one damage. It's oh. impossible. Just for funny. <laughs> you do it. Go ahead and defeat this guy. Uh, what? You said he was made of a tape measure? Tape measure, b- bolts and nuts, and wheel pieces. I think I um, use my claw. Is this a met- one of the metal tape measures? Mm-hmm. Mm. I use my claw to uh, uh, push down the lock button on the tape measure. Okay. Because <laughs> there's this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I'm going to um, slash... I'm probably going to, uh, so I use my, I swipe at his head to push down the lock button so he's stuck like that, and then I, um, I slash through his bolts and that. I see, I see. And a perfectly good tape measure crumples to the ground, no longer a scraper. Mm. Okay. You defeat this guy. You go approach the creek and the pond where you had a delicious fish snack earlier today. And you have a narrow visual from here to where the creek comes from one side. One side, it disappears under the wall, but the other side, there's a door out. Mm. And you can see outside. And outside, you can see these multicolored clouds, this rain of various colors, this lightning happening, but no creatures outside of this door. I think she'd see the multicolored rain, see the multicolored lightning, and think, this is a weird storm. But I've seen storms before, and so I think she'd go outside. Okay. Constantly avoiding the uh, creek to not Constantly avoiding the creek. Okay. Because she's hydrophobic. (laughs) (laughs) So you see this clear pathway to getting outside, and you know that there's no creatures out there right now, but... You can make this dash. All you got to do is get there. You get outside. You're clear. You're safe. You scoop up your toilet paper. And you scoop string. up your yarn. And as you make your way over to the creek, the squirrel that was up in that tree makes a scared, chittering noise and makes a dash up further into the tree. And you are looking up towards the squirrel. I'm staying away from the creek because I'm hydrophobic. <laughs> yep, you're staying away from the creek. That's fine because you're looking up towards the squirrel. And you see movement coming across the top of one of the racks of this warehouse. And then you look up above you on this side and you see more movement. And you look up and a horde of scrapers, of crazy looking beetles, are coming out of the roof, down the walls, across the shelves, and are all looking towards you. Suddenly, this horde comes and descends down... And you find yourself in a situation where we are going to need to roll initiative, but not for combat. 
You I chitter know. at the squirrel angrily. Yeah, you chitter at the squirrel angrily. Not letting me know earlier. And you are going to need to make a dash outside as all these things starts coming through. This is a full-on chase, chase scenario. encounter scenario. So, I... what is your initiative? Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay, at the top of the round, first. Uh oh. Another lightning strike outside. <laughs> Thunder rolling. And one of the shelves topples from all the weight of these scrapers. (laughs) Starts falling down over the top of the creek towards you. At the top of the round, we're doing scenario things as well, okay? Okay. It falls down towards you, and you need to make a dexterity saving throw as tables and boxes of things come and fall down this way and start coming towards you. 18. 18, you start your dash successfully. Boom, underneath the shelf. It hits the ground hard, covering half of your creek, half of the warehouse thing. Is it like a dam and it's damming the creek? No, it's like over the top of the creek. It's like a bridge more than anything. I say, uh, sorry, fishies. In your brain. In my, yeah, in my brain. (laughs) as it collides, a bunch of the scrapers were destroyed. Some of the scarabs were destroyed, but just as many are over and they start surging over towards you. It is your turn. You are not having a normal turn in this sense. The way this is going to work is going to be the chasers and the runner. Okay. Uh-huh. Currently, the gap between you guys is about uh, 30 feet. Okay. Every round, we are going to roll against each other. Whoever wins the roll yeah. gets to roll on this table that I have, okay. and things will happen accordingly. Whoever wins, the positive things happen to them, and the negative things happen to the other people. Okay. Okay? So we are going to roll. This is just like a quick, easy, straight roll. Yep. And tell me what you got. I rolled oh so badly. I got a three. I got a two. (gasps) Wow. Wow. Okay. So you win the first round, which means uh, you get ahead of these people. They don't catch up to you. Can you please roll a d20? Oh, just your Another D20, but then tell me what you get. 15. 15. A burst of speed. Positive effect. You feeling this adrenaline burst in front of you, or inside of you? Dig deep, and you burst your way through. Widen the gap to 60 feet. Okay. You get way ahead. And it is now their turn. Okay? We Ooh. equally both roll. I did pretty good. 14. Ah, I got a 17. Ah. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so... You notice, you hear this noise behind you. Most of the creatures are behind you, but two of the surge scarabs look at each other, make a weird, awful screeching noise, and they both turn into potato bug or pill bug style rollers (laughs) and start rolling towards you at a higher speed. They gain that to that 30 feet mark. Okay. So two of them are there. Okay, your turn. Ready to roll? Yep. Terribly. Two. I got a one. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Wow. Uh, Two, Uh, dangerous hazard. This is now against me. So I'm going to roll a dexterity save. If those bugs fail, you get to roll damage. Oh. They failed. Can you please roll 2d4? Oh, okay. And tell me what you get. Five damage. Five total damage. Okay, there's like a threshold. So basically, those guys lost their gain on you. You were able to get back to that 60 feet. Ah. Okay. Basically, if two negatives happen to you, some, someone will catch up to you. Yeah. Okay, ready? Another round. Roll a dice. 
I got a seven. I also got a seven. Ooh. Uh, do we want to just do another roll off? Yeah. Okay. Eleven. Six. Aha! An eleven. Oh, that's a bummer. Why? I mean, it's good for both of us. Nothing happens on an eleven. Oh. A ten and eleven is nothing happens. Ah. Okay, so now it is... My turn. You're making this dash. Suddenly, you... Another shelf starts tumbling towards you. What'd you get? I forgot to do this last time. So another shelf starts tumbling. There's stuff supposed to be happening oh. in the meantime, not just us falling. Another shelf on your left tumbles, and you notice that this is a narrow part in the creek. You're going to have to make a leap over the creek to get to the far side to dodge this shelf. Okay. You see surge scarabs falling down. Another lightning strike happens outside, and can you quick make a dexterity saving throw at advantage because you can clear the creek now. Actually, I think you had advantage in Yeah. Does a 11 cut it? So an 11, you leap over the creek and you you didn't judge correctly. Your back half slips into the creek. Water! And and you suddenly are wet. Oh no, I have disadvantage in all ability checks. You do. And you hate, you hate being wet. Go ahead and make your roll. Uh, I, I rolled it before. Oh, okay. An okay. 11. Okay, I got a 10. So you win this one. But an 11, nothing happens. Yeah. Same thing. Uh, now it's my turn. Go ahead and roll. I'm so bad at this. 19. Eight. So with a 19, I see. Okay. Um, a dangerous hazard for me. Can you please improvise what you think a dangerous hazard would be that would happen to all these this flood of bad guys that's coming? Um, A dangerous hazard. Ooh. In this warehouse full of stuff, a creek and everything. I think uh, with a lightning strike right like right outside, right on like right outside the door, it goes and um, it makes the um, shelves wobble a little bit and so a bunch a bunch of boxes uh, start start tumbling. Yeah. Alright. They tumble and tumble and tumble and I need to make a failed dexterity saving throw, as I like to do, as a bunch of my dudes get crumpled underneath boxes. Crunch, 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 crunch. <laughs> These are heavy boxes. They are heavy boxes. Now we're at the top of the round. You look outside. You just saw this lightning strike. It caused all these boxes to wobble and topple over. But you see another lightning strike happen, and this one hits the water of the creek. Oh. The it creates this wave of water that rushes towards you. Uh, you're going to need to make a dexterity saving throw to leap out of the way as a tidal wave of creek water <laughs> comes rushing towards you. You're already wet, but you have disadvantage, but you had advantage, so it's a straight roll. Well, you have disadvantage in all ability checks, not saving throws. Oh, okay. So, so I do have advantage. You have, okay, okay. On dex? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's just ability checks, isn't it? Eight. Well, you, you, you got to roll twice. Oh. Eight. <laughs> okay. Well, you are blasted with this water, but I should roll for my guys because yeah. it's neutral. They are also blasted with the water. So is my neutrally, okay? huh? Is my string okay? I think your string is okay. I think your toilet paper is not. I drop it. The toilet, <laughs> your toilet paper fine. is soggy. And I think the outcome of this current situation is that your toilet paper, unfortunately, was ruined. Oh no. Because. Both rolled and both got hit, so it's neutral. Okay, I but the string's fine. The string is fine. So <gasps> it takes a lot more than the for yeah. the string. And you see that you are approaching 
this final surge, this dash, right? Mm -hmm. You go first. I got a seven. 13. 13. Something happens on a 13. I like to make you do this improvisation. This is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, An obstruction of some kind. The rolling beetles are the closest to you. They're 30 Mm -hmm. feet behind you. Not much has happened. Some sort of obstruction. Not a dangerous hazard, but something gets in their way. What is it? Something gets in their way. Maybe some of the boxes that uh, got in, that fell down, formed like a a line. Uh, like They have to tear through. Yeah, anything. they have okay. to tear through the uh, line of boxes. Yeah, so you look back and you notice there was a line of boxes, and they have to get out of their rolling form to tear through them and continue rolling towards you. They lose track Ooh. back on you. Okay, we're in the final stretches here, okay? Okay. Before that happens, you hear this noise from the side. There's a room on the side of this warehouse side that bursts open. And as it bursts open, more of these surge scarabs pile out closer to you. Can you go ahead and make a quick perception check for me? Okay, so it it evens out because I had advantage, Mm -hmm. but then, okay. Um, That is a... 16. 16. You notice, interestingly, and maybe something's happening to you on the inside. You, The closer you get to the storm, you feel like an awareness heightening. You mm. feel like you're starting to think a little bit differently than normal, right? And you feel this pull. You feel this weird sensation in your chest that Cat Kia has never experienced before, but Rummager Kia has. Huh. And this room, as it bursts open, there's a bright light lamp in this room pushing out this surge, this feeling towards you, this pull towards you that you recognize. And as you recognize that, you start feeling differently. The chittering at the squirrel turns in in your brain to angry words, words that you could speak to him. (laughs) You kind of look down and you start feeling a little bit bigger, almost like your feet aren't working correctly. You are starting to feel the strange sensation the closer you get to the storm. You saw the lamp, but to you in this moment, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You are going to make this final dash. Your head, your your thoughts start getting weird and cloudy, and you start feeling smarter in a way. <laughs> um. But your body feels awkward. I think being, like, feeling the smarter thing, I think she'd still... Just like, okay, something's weird. Something weird is going on, but I want to. I want to get out of this. Okay, so you make your final dash. Let's go ahead and roll. Eighteen. I got a four. Ooh, an eighteen. We haven't rolled, or no, we just rolled an eighteen. No, I rolled a thirteen. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. Uh, okay, cool. Um, the water. It just says that something happens to surge you forward. The water hit its the pond yeah. and hit the back wall, and like a wave pool, starts coming back your direction, ah. forcing towards you. The scrapers foolishly dodge out of the way, but you, in this sense, it actually helps you <laughs> and gives you a speed boost forward as you surf the wave <laughs> forward. I'm a cat. I can't surf. <laughs> well, you're angry wet body can <laughs> and you surge towards the doorway one last roll from them please roll one more time i got in that one six a six for you 
How convenient for the story and for the moment. Six is called a third party. <laughs> Someone else appears to affect the chase. Guess what was about to happen anyway? I knew what was going to happen. You feel this wave forces you outside. As you get outside the doors, you have this moment of freedom and one last lightning strike happens and your body starts feeling weird and you start going from meowing in fear to saying, help, help. <laughs> and you feel taller, you feel different, your body has changed and all of a sudden you you open your eyes and you look up and staring down from above you is a tall, older, tortle man <laughs> covered in gear. Well, younger. Yeah, yeah. He's still pretty old. This is only seven years ago. He's yeah. still pretty old. Covered in gear, got a quarter staff in his hands, and he's just got goggles on his head. He's decked out in crazy looking gear. You've never seen anything like this before. And you look up to him and you say, First of all, is the string still in my the mouth? The string is still in your mouth. And you, you're feeling bizarre. You feel large and you feel like your legs aren't working the same. And, and, and you can't even, you take this moment, you, you're starting to forget what was even happening before. You're just out in the storm now. And this guy looks down at you and he erects basically a fancy umbrella above your head uh, and that blocks out the rain. And what do you say to your first visage of Gunther? I think she would say, um, I'm being funny. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think she would say, what is that thing over my head? <laughs> <laughs> and he would chuckle and he, he would say, <laughs> uh, it's called a dumbrella. <laughs> I think. I'm not quite sure. Um, here you go. Uh, why don't you hold this? And he hands it down to you. And he goes, I'll explain everything in a moment. And he hands you the umbrella. Um, I think she'd try to paw at it, not really realizing yeah. how her hands work. And, and it falls and lands on top of you enough that it's blocking out the rain. And then you turn and you look as Gunther, older man, sure, steps up to the horde of scrapers and surge scarabs and just starts going to town on this <laughs> little thing. Just tearing them apart, pulling out gadgets, just beating them up. Gunther was quite the rummager. <laughs> and uh, he just like very, very quickly starts making quick work of all these creatures. And you can see afterwards it's taken its toll. He gets down on one knee, takes a lot of a big breath. He is definitely older. Yeah. And he comes over to you and he, and he looks up at the sky and the sky is starting to clear at about the same moment. Oh. And he reaches down a hand to offer you to be lifted up. Uh, I bat at it. <laughs> you bat at it? And he, he chuckles and he goes, oh, it's fine. Now, stand up with me. Come on now. And he helps you up to your feet and they're very wobbly and weird. And he goes, my name is, um, is Gunther. You look like you don't know what's going on. No, I don't. <laughs> and he goes, well, the first thing you'll need is a name. And so you're standing outside of this warehouse and you look over towards the front of the building and sitting up above this warehouse that had been your home for so long, this peaceful place, are three letters, <laughs> K-E-A, and then the I is crumpled down to the ground. Mm -hmm. uh, 
I say, what about that? And he looks up there and he goes, huh, Kia, what a beautiful <laughs> name. It's where you came from. And he pats you on the head and Gunther goes, now Oh yeah, come. I'm like a five-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah, you're, you're a tiny little five-year-old kid. He pats you on your head and he says, now come with me and I will explain everything. And I'm going to take you to a very cool place called Map's Edge. And I take the string out of my mouth and uh, and hold it. I he he notices that and he goes here, and he takes the string and he ties it around your hand in a little bracelet. Oh, <laughs> and which we can assume that Kia still has to this yeah. day. And he leads you off towards Map's Edge, and at the very last moment, you look up at him, kind of unsure what to expect, and he gives you a big old smile. And he says, welcome to Elsewhere, Kia. And it fades away. Current day, Kia. Pain in your body. Oh, we're going cinematic here. Yep, because we're almost at the end. Pain in your body. Puncture marks all over. You feel these claw marks, these teeth marks, everything in your body. Your eyes still closed. But you can just feel sore and stiff. And you come out of this flashback. And you slowly open your eyes. And standing above you is an orc. Orc? Mm-hmm. You haven't seen much of orcs before. Tall, green skin, tusks coming out of the bottom of their mouth. Wearing what I would liken to say almost like a sailor outfit or a pirate outfit, <laughs> right? The big overcoat, the big yeah. cross bandolier, a hat on their head. Um... An orc pirate. An that orc image pirate. is yep. really fun. And you look up at her, and she goes, "Hey, kid, how you doing?" And uh, you look, you look up at her, shake your head, and she reaches down, smacks you on the face a little bit, and she goes, "Name's Beryl. I think you were waiting for me." And she, oh, picks you up. Hi. Yeah, she goes, "Hi." She says, "You're still wounded. You're still injured. Don't worry about it. I'm taking you somewhere safe." And she picks you up to kind of support you. And you look up out over the rail, rail? and you were not on the water. <laughs> and you looked like you were on a ship. She was standing there above you. You looked like you were on the deck of the ship. And as you look out and look over in the distance, you find that you are in the air. <laughs> and you are in a hot air balloon ship. And you look back and you can see the fading visage of the Ikea warehouse retail ruins behind you as Beryl and you start sailing off in the distance towards the east. I say, wait, where's Flippet? And you look and Flippet, still knocked out, still unconscious, covered in bites, there on the deck as well. Oh, okay. She goes, don't worry, I got you both, but we gotta get to the closest town and we gotta get you some meds and then we'll figure out what happened to Mom. Meds? Yep. She goes, I'm taking you to Briarport. And you guys start sailing off into the sunset as this on board this super cool airship. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode. Oh, cinematic. Cinematic flashback episode. Hopefully you guys enjoyed Cat Kia, the chase. The chase. Did you have a good time? Yes. Good. First words are hard. (laughs) (laughs) But that's the end of the episode. Thanks again for listening. Uh, to the Dead Venturous podcast. If you want to find us on social media, uh, we got a bunch of them out there. We're releasing stuff on YouTube and we're out there to be found. Check us out. 
you will find us wherever you get your podcast. That's true. Uh, leave us a review. Leave us a review. Leave us a comment. We like that. Star rating. I yeah. don't really know how you're not a restaurant, <laughs> but <laughs> we if we were a restaurant, I think we would get five stars. Oh. Based off of your uh, based judgment. off of my judgment. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week on, on Dad Adventurous. Adventurous.